Hello and welcome to Bubbly Bibbly, the podcast about books and bubbles, literature and libations, authors and alcohol. We love books and bubbly. We are friends who offer a curated book review section on our website and a hilarious podcast. We discuss books, drinks, and stories from our lives. I'm Rachel. And I am Carmen. Rachel, you talk pretty often about your book club. I just love my book club. We've been meeting since, I think, 2019. And we have about 10 that attend pretty regularly. Uh, The person who picks out the book for that month is the hostess next month. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we generally set the calendar out for the year in December for the next year. Um, It started with a few members of my church, but, you know, the membership membership has varied so yeah well i don't i don't want you to talk too much about it because we're gonna delve into it Mm -hmm. later but i have belonged to several book clubs and they they all seem to be a tiny bit different yes i think you have to meet a few times before you get an overall feeling for and of the group don't you think and everyone has a chance to kind of give their two cents yeah, yeah. There there are some really interesting book clubs out there, and I love how the idea seems to have grown over the last several years. Well, maybe about 20 years to be more specific, but it's really the, the idea of book clubs has really exploded. There seems to be a surge of, especially in our generation, I feel, of people, women, like who like to get together regularly for Bridge Club of Old. And now there's Funko. Mahjong, painting, and all kinds of other topics that people get together for. Yeah, yeah. And you and I know, though, that there is nothing better than the combination of books Books. and bubbles. (laughs) Well, in this episode, Carmen and I are going to talk about the book club. I am drinking a Fahrenheit 151. Do you see what I did there? It's, (laughs) (laughs) It's apple cider, cranberry juice, OJ, pineapple, rum with a cinnamon stick to garnish. That's a lot. It is. Well, it is a lot, but I had it all in my, in my fridge since Thanksgiving. And it's a, easy recipe that you can make into like a punch for a book club oh yeah that's a yeah that's a good idea you normally have apple cider cranberry juice oj and pineapple juice yes actually i do that's a lot that's a lot of juices health nut well for thanksgiving we had cranberry juice and apple cider for drinks cocktails for that and then i always have to have oj and then we have little pineapple cans for other drinks. So I had it. Oh, okay. So what I'm hearing is you don't have juices for like a juice cleanse. You have, (laughs) you have drink ingredients. Yes. Yes, of course. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, Well, you know, book clubs do many times can uh, involve alcohol and there's not much else easier than opening a bottle of wine. So I'm going uh, with a 
a glass of good old crisp white boxed wine from Franzia because any wine you like makes it a good wine. Of course. And there will be Mm -hmm. no shaming here of how you get your wine on. Cork, (laughs) screw cap, rubber cork, 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 bottle or box. (laughs) You wine the way you want to and know that Bubbly Bibbly will be right here to support you. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we'll support you with the wine and your wine. (laughs) I see what you're doing. (laughs) Now, thank you for the support, but what are you rating? So I just finished a quick read for my book club, which was for the Christmas season. So we read Noel Street by Richard Paul Evans. And I got to tell you, I was kind of impressed. First, he was a male. He's a male author who wrote in a female voice and he did it pretty well. The storyline was not your typical sort of Christmas storyline and but I ended up giving it three out of five stars. Oh, it was a good. little predictable, but it was fun and it it met the well, criteria. And, you know, Richard Paul Evans, he writes, uh, writes kind of to a um, formula. And yeah. I think, yeah, so um, I am continuing to listen to a library loan audiobook of The Girls in the Picture by Melanie Benjamin. And it's 19 hours long. So it expired before I finished it. And now, of course, there is a hold on it for me to get it again because other people are waiting on it. So there's a lag. And I don't know if I should start another one because as soon Uh, as I start another one, this one's going to come down. Okay. I hate it when that happens. You have got to think about joining an audiobook service. Oh, you know, I know that you have encouraged me to do that. And my bestie, Deanne, has also shared the service that she goes to. But I am just such a cheap ass bitch and (laughs) a huge supporter of my library, which is F-R-E-E. Well, that's which is my second favorite F word. Uh, it's definitely better for the budget. That's for sure. But not great when you have to take your turn in line. I am just too impatient. I want to read when I want to read. So did you know that you can buy Bubbly Bibbly merchandise? You can. I'm always adding new items to our merchandise. So be sure to visit www.bubblybibbly.com to check out the entire selection. My first experience with a book club, Rachel, was at a bookstore in Westchester, Pennsylvania in 1993. I had just married my first husband. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And moved to Pennsylvania and I knew no one. And I found this group, went maybe four or so times. The first book I remember reading was Motor City by Bill Morris. And I felt like a complete moron. Was it because you didn't know anyone? This doesn't sound like you. You're so extroverted. Actually, it was the book. There Mm. were a lot of real life book cameos and I found that I didn't know who many of them were. And I was embarrassed and I didn't say very much, if anything. I don't even remember talking. Well, did it get any better? 
No, not really. The next book we read was Live from Golgotha by Gore Vidal. <laughs> it, it was just a Do you very, see my face? My face is... Yes, it was. And I don't know if you know what Live from Golgotha is about, but it's about a television crew that figures out how to go back in time and they go to the crucifixion of Jesus and they're going to televise it live. But I mean, Gore Vidal, it, it was just a very kind of a brainiac. I was going to say, it sounds weird to me. <laughs> yeah, I I just I absolutely did not belong. Well, I tried a book club back in the day, but it wasn't really, I wasn't into the titles either uh, that they kept picking. So I ended up just stopped going as well. It just, yeah. I can't even remember what they were picking, but I just wasn't into the, into the reads at that time. And, you know, I think that you know right away if if you are going to meld into the group. But several years later, my new friend, Deanne. Wait, and wait, wait. I, is, this is the same Deanne that's your now best friend who had the whole glassware, to, you know, panic about yes, on yes. vacation. <laughs> my friend Deanne is so damn bougie. It is not even funny. It is She's like the perfect combination of a Southern Belle and a New Jersey Mob social. Life. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Oh I my love God! You, <laughs> but um, but we met when our boys were in preschool together, and she and I discovered that we loved books and reading, and we decided to start this book club. And at the time, it was. Um, mostly other moms and we called it the saving graces because we were all young mothers with toddlers and that time with other adult women away from our kids for the evening and talking about other adult things it was our saving grace well that sounds wonderful actually how long did it last it lasted maybe 15 years um wow, i know they that were getting... is a long time for a book club yeah. Yeah, you know, I left Pennsylvania in 2001, and I know they were still getting together sporadically, at least until the beginning of COVID. But you know it was less fun without me. After my experience with that first book club, I never really tried one until years later. I just found out that I like reading what I like reading. <laughs> Did I mention I'm impatient that first time? I just like reading what I like to read when I want to read it, but I have since then changed my opinion on that. And I really don't mind. I love reading new things while also reading what I want to read. Does that make sense? Yes, 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 yes. And I think too, at our age, we've got more time to do both. Yes, right, exactly. Hey, Bubbly Bibbly Files, did you know you can leave us a message? Well, you can go to bubblybibbly.com. Click on the bottom left button leave a message. You can leave up to 120 seconds of anything you'd like to say. We hope to hear from you. Book clubs are pretty straightforward with the basics. It's a group of people who like to read, but the branches of the book club tree go way out and far from there. There are some that are based on the genre that you read. You'll see a lot of that mystery book club, romance book clubs, or... <gasps> Horror book clubs. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of book clubs have have a theme around them. 
Yes. And and again, like you said, that's pretty much par for the course. One theme could be that the club reads only one author. The only issue with that one is that the author has to be pretty prolific and have a fair number of, of titles, um, or it would be a very short-lived book club. <laughs> so, I mean, who would be some of those authors who would fit into that? The first one that I think of, though, is like, because my dad read was Louis L'Amour. He, you know, after just a quick Google search, he I, he's made, he wrote about 89 novels. So a book club can meet for seven years and five months. And by then, I think they would be ready for a new author, don't you? I mean, <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. Your dad would definitely have been a facilitator of that. I one. think so. Um, <laughs> another thing that I think would be fun is books made into movies. You and I have talked about this on other episodes. And I think there's a lot of merit in reading a book, then seeing the movie and discussing the difference between the two. And I'm immediately thinking of. My experience with Stephen King's The Shining and your experience with Jodi Picoult's My Sister's Keeper. Right. And we, my book club I'm in now, we actually started with that idea. So to kind of keep things fresh and uh, mm-hmm. fun. But um, we changed that up a little bit. So right now, kind of like the way you guys did with The Saving Graces, we have like a hostess who puts on for that month and she would have chosen the book. And sometimes she'll give you a couple of choices, but other than that, it can, anything goes. Okay. Well, yeah. In the Saving Graces, we had a host for that month and she, mm-hmm. and I say she, because we were all happen to be women. She would choose the book Same. and then host the meeting at her home. And, mm-hmm. you know, over the years, it became quite a production um sometimes there would be themed table settings and food that went with the book and it really turned out to be something of a creative outlet for all of us new moms but let me tell you a funny story uh janet who uh was i think her her husband was a preacher she was she was very religious and i, I don't want to say religious but spiritual she i mean she was probably the best one of us in the group <laughs> I know. I don't know if that's saying very much. Carbon, but <laughs> well, yeah, okay. if, if you knew Janet, I mean, she worked at United Way and she was just very soft spoken and she was an older mom. And anyway, her book that month was mm-hmm. something kind of religious based. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but she, as part of her tablescape, she went out and bought one of those shellacked Bibles. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? You used to see them, I think, in the 70s and 80s. I, I do. And I do. none of us, she did it as a joke, but none of us said oh. anything because we all assumed that it was part of her decor. And she Okay, I'm laughing at this. I'm surprised you didn't say anything. I think she was a little horrified that we thought that she would actually have a shellacked Bible in her house as part of the decor. But that's pretty funny. The joke was on y'all, really. it (laughs) It was freaking hilarious, yes. I bet you guys had a lot of different titles, I guess, based on the personality and the personal preferences. 
And I know we do in our group. Yes. And, you know, we didn't always love the book. We seemed to fall into a World War II theme until we all got sick of it. Or I remember one of the members, and I don't know if she listens, so I'm not going to say her name, but she got swept into the vampire craze. And so that's all she wanted to read. Oh, is vampire, not just vampire, because Anne Rice would have been okay, but vampire romance. <laughs> okay, that's even worse. Well, and it's kind yeah. of funny because we had the same thing. We had one month when we ventured out into the sci-fi with Annihilation with Jess Vandermeer. Remember I mentioned that? And I was the only one who read it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody... No, I'm serious. And everybody, even the person, I think the person who picked it, she read it like a couple months later. Like she got caught up in something. So I was the only one that read it. Plus, I had to figure out what this thing was. So I ended up reading all three books in this series. So this was and some you had kind absolutely of no hole. one to talk to and to talk to about. No, nobody. <laughs> and I went down this rabbit hole. And the joke was on me because I, to this day, I still like, that was just a weird thing. Like, <laughs> well, I still you know, don't what, know what caused the area or whatever. It was interesting. And I mean, like, I would read something else by Jeff because, you know, we're on first name basis. But yes. um, I would probably read something by him again. But that was definitely like a bonus read for me. And I still uh, want to talk with you about Annihilation. Maybe we can we can record that at a later time and make that like a BBQ for oh, some no, of our yeah. yeah, some of our Patreon uh, subscribers. But one thing yeah. that I can't ever remember happening in my group is someone refusing to read a book. There there may be an occasional time that one of us tried and put it down, but I really don't remember that happening very much either for the most part i think we all always read the book yeah well i've been in book clubs when they don't and it's happened in a couple of that was the only time and it was like a busy time of year for all of us so i don't know how i ended up being the only one that read it and it wasn't because they couldn't or I mean I think it was because they couldn't read it not that they didn't want to read it but nobody ended up reading it anyway so but let me ask you I how did that make you feel I, w I think that I may have taken that personally I didn't I'm not that kind like it ha it takes a lot to make to offend me so I was just like cool I read okay. three books that I kind of liked and it really frustrated me that I couldn't figure it out <laughs> yeah. uh, well when we come back Rachel and I will talk about where we think book clubs go wrong how many book clubs have you been in that just evaporated I know that you and I have been in one at least one together that that happened yeah. Now, when you say evaporated, do you mean the whole group stopped meeting or that I stopped participating? Well, let's talk about both, because I think both happened. You and I were both in our sororities book club. And now, granted, we were online during COVID, but only after a few months, the number really dwindled down. And so I ended up just stop. I ended up just stopped being attending the zoom meetings 
Yeah. That's yeah. not good grammar, but. Um, I, my experience is that I've left more clubs than those that have ceased to meet at all. I left one because like I said, I felt stupid. Um, I left another because I didn't like the discussion from the members and I left another because now, I, that's interesting. That's interesting, by the way. You want to delve into that? Well, we might, yeah. Because I yeah. can tell you the book that made me decide I was going to okay. stop going. Tell me. It, now I got to know. It was a separate piece. And <gasps> I Ooh. loved that book. I found so many life truths and life scenarios in it that I really wanted to delve into and discuss. But the the other women in the group, they just read it like they were in the ninth grade, you know, like, yeah, he went, he climbed up this tree and then he fell. And I don't know if he fell or if he was pushed. I, I don't know. But anyway, he fell and then just all hell started breaking loose. And, you know, I saw the tree as something different. I saw his fall as something different. And I wanted to talk about that book on a totally different level than I felt like these women were capable of. And and I don't say that to denigrate them, but yes, I do, because I usually am the smartest person in the room. I can't even say that without laughing. <laughs> but, you know, I just... No, but you saw it different, you know, and... I knew at that point that I had, you know, I had this need that needed to be fulfilled. And I knew that these women were not going to be able to fulfill it. Gotcha. Um, Gotcha. So that, that was, that was the, the other one. And then uh, I left another one because I never really felt like a part of the group. And I left yet another one because it was just an excuse to get together and drink. Nobody really wanted to talk about the books. And normally that's okay with me but not when it comes to reading. Reading first, drinking second. Right. That's why it's called, Rachel, books and bubbling. Exactly. Well, and it's interesting because there really does have to be a balance. And I feel like right now in the book club I have right now, there is a really pretty good balance. So where we have dinner, you know, the hostess, the the person who's hosting, you know, supplies the dinner, and um wine and then we sit down and discuss the book like over dessert or something so it's really good i but yeah they can still go wrong so what are some other ways yeah and and book clubs can go wrong really in a variety of ways and one of them is being too rigid so it's a book club not a reading prison. So you can't be too draconian about your rules. You do need guidelines and structure, but not to the point that it stresses your members. Right. And some of those rules could be how often you're going to meet. You can even choose the date for the next meeting at the current meeting based on what you're reading or what's, you know, what's going on with everybody's lives or when the holidays are, what summer vacations are. You may want to have it you know, a target number of members and try to hover around that so you can facilitate discussions better. And a lot of clubs keep their book titles that are available in paperback and are less than 300 pages, which that's interesting. Um, 
or choose a facilitator that will lead the discussion and keep the ideas flowing and on topic. Yes, yes. And those are all very good. I, I in particular like when you set the the date for your next meeting at the current meeting, because mm-hmm. if you do choose a Stephen King book, uh, it's going it, to it's going to have to take maybe longer, maybe you're going to give yourself six weeks to read it instead of Mm -hmm. four weeks. But then having it on the same, you know, second Tuesday of every month, that helps people plan. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to be flexible is really, really good. And I got a question about that. So in one of my groups, we kind of discussed this at dinner the other night, but in one of my book clubs, We set the calendar out. One of the people in the group who doesn't really read the books, but comes sometimes, you know, for companionship and fellowship. Mm -hmm. um, She was like, oh, I'll choose Christmas and we'll do a craft or something. So we were all like, okay, fun. Okay, wait a minute. Stop. We'll do a craft or something. Well, who does a fucking craft well, at a book club? Well, it was a good thing she didn't. But anyway, so here's what happened. <laughs> okay. So it's been on the calendar for the year. And she decided two weeks before we were to meet that she was going to be out of town. Hey, guys, I'm going to be out of town. Can we change the date? Yeah. And everybody was like, mm, no. Like, we had these dates on our calendar and they've been on the calendar for a year and here it is Christmas. You know what I mean? Like the calendar was already booked up. So luckily it was really nice. Some other person in the group decided that they, you know, I'll just have it in my house. We ended up doing like a potluck, you know, we had chosen a book. So we ended up just doing that and talking about the book. And this other woman didn't come. No, she was out of town. So I don't know. But was she really, Rachel? I mean, because it kind of sounds like to me, if she's not reading the books anyway, she's just coming when it suits her, that maybe she had. I'm sure she was out of town, but, you know. Oh. It's okay. Okay. Well, does she do this a lot? I mean, because I don't know, like I'm not in, I'm not in a book club with her anymore. Like this was years ago. Okay. Yeah. You know, those, those type people, I think need something different than a book club, because in a book club, you do have a responsibility and you, this is one of the guidelines. I think if you're not holding up to that responsibility, like reading reading more of the books than not reading and coming to more of the meetings than than not coming and hosting, you know, doing your hosting duties, then I think mm-hmm. another kind of club is going to be better for you and not a book club. So um, anyway. Well, and I think it's okay. I, I do. I think it's okay for people to come and go. I mean, That's just the nature of getting a group of people together. Personalities don't always mesh. There may be someone who hogs a discussion or a member who never, ever finishes the book or, you know, wants to just, you know, go out of town. (laughs) But (laughs) most of this can be handled by a seasoned facilitator 
or by someone that and let them know that sometimes this just isn't going to work and maybe you should move on. So it's yeah. okay. Uh, yes, but then that last part is kind of the hard part. Maybe you should just move on because th- it, it's up to the group, I think, to decide, you know, you're you're really not, I, I just don't know. I have trouble hey, like is, kicking people out. Well, this is where Facebook comes in handy. If you have a Facebook group, you just remove them. <laughs> you don't oh really my gosh have- I'm going to have to go check my memberships Rachel <laughs> and the sound of our cheering fans means it's time for listener comments Jenny texted Carmen and me this week to show us a picture of a handmade ornament with these tiny books in it representing the books that her daughter had read over this year what a great idea. And you know, Rachel, when she sent that picture, I thought she had just gotten it off of Pinterest or something, but that was the ornament Jenny had made for her daughter. Exactly. It was so it was a, freaking awesome. It was adorable. I'm sure it is on Pinterest. Yes, yes. Well, I've seen a lot of great crafts for the holidays using book pages, books, or book themed. But let me tell you, listeners, um, there are some books that it's okay to tear the pages out of. So don't be mean to these crafters if you're if they're using crafts and making beautiful snowflakes by tearing books up. I mean, pages out of books. Yeah. Be nice. Just be nice. And stop by our social media pages and let us know if you're doing any bookish decorations this season. Let us know what your experiences have been with book clubs, both good and bad. We want to know. And check us out on all of our social media pages and please continue to like, share and comment on our posts. And be sure to visit our Patreon.com and sign up for one of our three subscriptions. I've also been adding some great books and reading-related merchandise to our website. So check it out for your gift-giving, book-loving person this holiday. I love that tote bag, Rachel. Isn't it cute? Very cute. Yeah. And remember, author Adriana Trajani said, book clubs are are the best thing that have happened to the world of publishing. 